going well, enjoying yourself, I trust. For those that I don't know, my name's Mike, I'm one of the pastors here at Clovey, and you know, to put on a carols event like today, there's over a hundred people that are volunteering and giving their time, whether it's in this room, or up in the loft, or in the foyer, or in the cafe, or the fun zone, and I wonder, can we show our appreciation? Can we thank them? Yeah, isn't it great? In a really busy season, people are... You know, people are giving of their time, which is just a wonderful thing. I want to ask you a question. I want you to try and recall a time, uh, maybe even recently, where you had a certain amount of hope or expectation for a certain outcome. Maybe an activity you were participating in, or maybe something that you, you know you're entering into, and you just had some hope in your heart or some certain expectation for a preferred outcome. I wonder if you can kind of think about something, you know, that you uh, have, uh, you know, maybe bringing to mind now. Uh, For me, uh, it makes me think of when I was a teenager, I really wanted to go skydiving. It was like one of those bucket list items for me. And I kind of went through my teenage years into my 20s and into my 30s and just the right time sort of didn't present itself for me to be able to do that. Uh, A few years ago now, uh, we're in New Zealand uh, for a family holiday and we made our way down to Queenstown and I thought, well, this is the time. You know, if you're ever going to go skydiving, Queenstown, uh, you know, South Island of New Zealand, absolutely beautiful, stunning scenery. You know, New Zealand, you know, they're known for their kind of like, you know, extreme sports sort of culture. I figured, well, be pretty safe here. Hopefully we'll be okay. So I did my research and we drove into Queenstown and I said to the family, I said, there's this place that I want to go to on the main road so I can work out maybe just in the next few days, maybe I can, you know, go skydiving. So I sort of put it out there. So we went down the main street, we found the place that I, I wanted to go into, I spoke to the lady at the desk, and I said to her, and we're here for the next few days, just sometime in the next few days, uh, if, you know, uh, if the weather's right, you know, I'm putting my little, you know, ifs and buts and maybes, if the weather's right, then maybe, you know, I'd like to look at what it, what it you know, costs and, you know, the availability for skydiving. And she looked at me, and then she looked outside, and she said, now looks good. I went, now? She goes, yeah, now's real good. She goes, here in Queenstown, we can't predict the weather for three hours, let alone three days, so now's your time. I turned around to Michelle, and I said, now's the time. All of a sudden, this got real. I had a certain hope, a certain expectation, but then came all the terrified nerves and, you know, and all the feelings of uncertainty and how can I maybe, you know, kind of not go through with this. But anyway, I really wanted to do it. So it's fair to say we had a really quiet drive out to the airfield. Paid my money, we drove out to the airfield, which was about 20 minutes away, and it was a super quiet trip. And, uh, and then we went out to the airfield. I got introduced to a guy. I can't even remember his name, but I have the privilege of being strapped to his back for his 11th jump that day. And we went out, and we got up to uh, 15,000 feet, and then uh, we kind of like scooted our way to the edge of the plane, and then whoop, out we went. 15,000 feet. We, we had 60 seconds of free fall. We're going about 200 Ks. It probably took me about 10 seconds to kind of get my head around what actually was happening in that moment. The kids tell me that they could hear me screaming from the plane all the way down to the bottom. Uh, that is probably true. I just let it all out. But I had this hope, I had this expectation that it would be amazing, and it was. It was incredible. It was a great, a great uh, opportunity to do something that I'd wanted to do for a very long time. 
Do you know, as we enter into this Christmas season, as we are here today singing these wonderful carols, and I'm so pleased that you've chosen to join us uh, today here in the room and also uh, online as well. We're singing these carols about Jesus, and uh, we're singing these carols about the birth of Jesus, and there is hope, and there is a certain amount of expectation in the lyrics in which we are singing. The theme for us here today is the thrill of hope. And we're looking at the fact that there is hope in a Messiah. There is hope in a Savior. There is hope in the birth of Jesus. These aren't hollow words that we just sort of pull together or sing or or find ourselves scrolling on Christmas Eve and then find ourselves singing these carols. No, there is meaning and there is purpose and there is hope in the person of Jesus. And there is a hope and expectation that comes with that. You know, if we think about the Christmas story and even some of the characters that occupy the, the, you know, the kind of the narrative of the Christmas story, there's a real hope and expectation in their story as well. Like consider uh, Jesus' mum, Mary, just for a moment. Uh, in Luke 1, uh, which is um, a book in the New Testament, which Luke speaks about the life of Jesus. And in Luke 1, it talks about how Mary was visited by an angel. And this angel spoke to her about the fact that she was going to give birth to this boy. His name was going to be Jesus. He was going to be the Messiah, and he was going to bring peace on earth. And in that moment, in Luke, it says that Mary was troubled. Mary's first response was one of being afraid, like, what exactly is going on here? But then in Luke 1.38, Mary responds to this encounter with this angel. She says, I am the Lord's servant. May your word be to me fulfilled. There is this certain amount of hope or expectation that Mary has in the fact that she plays a role in this Messiah, this King coming into the world. Or what about the wise men? We were just singing of the wise men just now. You know, they followed a star from the east in anticipation to meet the one who was born the King of the Jews, as it says in Matthew 2. And they followed this star, and when they met Jesus, and they met the family, they bowed down to him, they worshipped him, they gave him very special gifts. You see, for the wise men and their traveling party, there was this expectation, there was this hope in the one who would be the king of the Jews. And then consider the shepherds. The shepherds as well had this encounter with an angel. And an angel uh, brought them good news that will cause great joy for all the people, as it says in Luke 2. And the angel said this, that a saviour has been born to you, a Messiah, the Lord. And this angel was speaking about Jesus. So there was a hope and an expectation for the shepherds as well, that this new king would be born. And in the Christmas story, we find hope. We find expectation of the coming of a saviour, the coming of a Messiah, the coming of a king, and his name is Jesus. And Jesus came to earth, yes, as a little baby. He was born in humble beginnings into a manger, but there's this hope and expectation for him to bring salvation and restoration, not only to the people that he encountered, but that goes beyond his time into our day today. There's this writer and a prophet from the Old Testament, his name is Isaiah. And he put it this way when he was speaking about the coming of the Messiah. He says in Isaiah 9, he says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, 
mighty God, everlasting Father and the Prince of Peace. And then in the New Testament, there's this man called Paul. He wrote about two-thirds of the New Testament. And he wrote this as he was speaking about Jesus being the one who brings salvation to people. He says these words in 2 Corinthians 5. He says, For God made Christ, God made Jesus, who never sinned to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. So we can have a hope today. And we can have an expectation to know that this baby Jesus who was born into the world, that we're singing these songs of all these years later, these carols, remembering him, have a hope and an expectation that he is the one that brings salvation. He is the Messiah. He is the Lord. He's the wonderful counselor, the Prince of Peace. And in him, we can be made right with the living God. That is God's desire for you, for me, for all of humanity, that we would experience that life-giving relationship with him that is found through the person of Jesus Christ. And upon reflection, that is something to put our hope in. That is something to put our hope in. So what does this mean for us today? Well, 2,000 years down the road, God is still in the business of restoring lives. He's still in the business of bringing hope to people. See, God's desire is that we would find life and restoration in Him. Paul puts it this way in Romans 8. He says, For in this hope we were saved. But hope that is seen is not hope at all. For who puts their hope in what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we can wait for it patiently. We can have a hope to know that Jesus is the one who saves. And this might be something that you've been waiting patiently for. It might be something that you've been exploring, maybe even in the most inner parts of your life that you don't even let other people into. But you can have an assurance to know that in Jesus we can find hope and salvation. A couple of months ago now, I got an email from a guy who'd been recently attending our church here. And he emailed me kind of out of the blue and he said, hey, we met at the door a couple of weeks ago. He goes, I'd really like to talk to you about what it means to have a relationship with God. He said, that's sort of new language for me. It's not really something that I I completely understand. It's something that I'm exploring, but I want to know more about that. And I said, sure, no worries. Let's catch up. We caught up in my office and we had a really long chat about some of the things that we're talking about now and, and a range of other things in terms of what does it mean to be created by God and to be in relationship with God and what does it mean to give your life over to him and to hope into something bigger than yourself, to surrender into something much bigger than yourself. It was a really beautiful conversation. And we got to the end of our time and I said to him, I said, so what do you want to do with this? This has been a great chat, but is there something that you want to kind of do with that? And he said to me, he goes, Mike, can you pray with me? And can I start a relationship with God? And that is the hope that we can have. A hope to know that these songs that we've been singing, the carols, the beautiful words point us to a saviour. They point us to a messiah. They point us to a king. And we have an opportunity to give our lives over to him. But that is a step of faith. To step into that is a step of faith. And I like what the writer of Hebrews says here. It says, faith is confidence in what we hope for and an assurance about what we do not see. See, this hope of salvation is experienced through faith. And I wonder today, where are you placed before this living God? 
what would you say this Christmas season you put your hope in? Is it yourself or maybe others? Well, today it's an opportunity for you to consider your hope before the living God and what it looks like to have salvation in Him. Let's pray together. Oh God, we want to thank you that you reach out to us. We want to thank you, Lord, that you draw us closer to you. And I thank you for the hope and the expectation that we can have to know that you're a living and a loving God and you desire a relationship with each one of us. So these songs that we've been singing today, these songs speaking of your joy and your hope, and Lord, we thank you. We thank you that you are the one who brings salvation. It might be today that you just want to reach out to God, just in this quiet moment. You might just want to say to God, God, I put my hope in you. Or you might want to, you might be exploring in faith and you might want to say, God, show me what it looks like to take a step towards putting my hope and trust in you. And just begin that conversation with him today. If you're online, you might want to hit raise a hand or request prayer and one of the team would love to reach out to you. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We bless you and we worship you this Christmas season. Amen. Amen. If you want to know anything more about Jesus and this hope of salvation, then I'm going to be at the door on the way out. You can grab a Bible. We'd love to put one of those into your hands if you don't have one of those. Alternatively, we've got these little grab-and-go packs with just a little bit more information. You can just grab one of those, grab a couple, you go for it on the way out, just so that you've got a little bit more information to learn more about this man, Jesus.